Are you ready to get down and dirty and talk nerdy? Don't worry, I got you covered this week. Joining me again is Sheriff and one of my best friends, Braden. Let's just talk about random shit that doesn't make any sense. I had a good time, they had a good time, so hopefully you will too. This is The Oddity Project. You don't want to get screamed at by a British lady telling you she's recording you. I don't even want to be screamed at by a, just a British lady. Are you kidding me? Well, if a British lady screams at you, you won't be able to understand what the fuck she's talking about. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're like, are you asking me for a bottle of water? A bottle of water? Or are you asking me where the bathroom is? Because I don't know. That's why everyone should just learn Spanish and say, Donde esta el baño? I'm not even going to give it a classic intro. We're just, we're rolling, so <laughs> we're going to leave the British thing in there. In a lead, just, just, just leave it in there. I'll at least welcome Braden into the show. He hasn't been on the show yet. Sheriff, you've been here before. I have? Yes, you I have. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, I've listened to an episode where you were there, unless that was a completely different sheriff. That was AI sheriff. Oh, gosh. I have I two cousins imagine. nicknamed Sheriff. Do you really? No, that'd be fucking funny. That, that would scare me, because I'm just like, <laughs> wait, you what? And their names are both Jeremy. <laughs> that'd be horrible. <laughs> Especially, I mean, who names their kid Jeremy? Weirdos. <laughs> People named Mary. Just kidding, I'm Mary. I love you. You're a nice lady. <laughs> I'm like, she's a nice lady. Why are you calling her out? So I got two of the nerds with me. Braden's been a close friend of mine for quite a few years now. Kind of interesting story, I guess. We met in a big nerd circle playing Dungeons and Dragons and... Ugh, been best nerds. friends ever since. Yeah, don't act like you're better than us. Seriously, <laughs> that's how we—that's how I met you, Sheriff. So <laughs> don't even start this. The misadventures around the tabletop, and it's like we would always start a campaign and never finish it, and move on to the next one. Here's an idea. Just throwing it out. That is our next quote-unquote podcast. Like, episode, or we start a whole podcast where we start Don't campaigns finish. and finish. I mean, more of just season like the whole We start another one. <laughs> we get like halfway into season one. Yeah, I don't want to do this shit anymore. Let's, let's play a different campaign. Season two goes up. Guys, I really don't feel comfortable with the wizard anymore. Um, can I play someone cool like a sorcerer or a warlock? <laughs> I mean... If they die, but it's going to turn out like one of those puffin forest videos where you're seriously just trying to commit suicide in the game, and all of a sudden it's just like you can't even do that, right? You just come back as a deity. That is a good point. 
It, it seems like anytime we were really around the table and someone tried to kill themselves, it didn't really work out. But then they were like, I'm going to do something ultra badass and then completely flop and die. Yeah, don't remind me. I'm still ever so holding on to that whole thing of when we were in one of the castle keeps and when a decided to go looting a freaking chest and like alerted the guards and that's how my very first character died your monk yes my first monk that was fucking hilarious because the two were like yeah let's just go in and get it i don't have any stealth abilities though like okay seriously though what did, what did I have, like, 30 guards that, like, bum-rushed you guys, and you tried climbing up the wall? Dude, bum-rushed does not even, like, begin to describe that situation. Like, that might as well just been, like, I don't, like, good hell. Good times. Sure, we'll go with that adjective. <laughs> Hey, that was good times though. At my grandpa's house, we just have that. We had the living room to ourselves. Uh, we yes. always had some pretty badass food. Uncle Dorkbird. Well, to me, he's grandpa, but everyone else, yeah, he's Uncle Tim Dork. Uncle Tim Dork. <laughs> Uncle Tim Dork. Dorkbird. <laughs> he that that man's a badass. I will I will continue forever to say that he is badass. Yeah, my grandpa's a pretty big hard ass I wouldn't challenge him even though he's like almost 80 it's cool all too true man and he's a foot I... shorter than the last time you saw him is he really <laughs> my, grandpa, <laughs> my grandpa's shrinking somebody throw a freaking bucket of water on that witch I'm melting mm, no not necessarily just hard work your whole life construction for damn near 70 years all of his plates in his back just starting to fuse together or what um he actually doesn't have cartilage between a few of his vertebrae so he has to sleep inclined so he's been sleeping in his recliner for like 20 years that shouldn't surprise me instead of getting the shit fixed <laughs> stubborn old man <laughs> i mean well, I think back then when the problem first started to arise they were like if we fix it you're done never walk again yeah (laughs) pretty much yeah he sleeps in his recliner and then his fat old dog sleeps on the couch next to him rue's still around surprisingly that's one fat dog i'm not gonna lie like i love her to death but damn that is a fat dog have you ever seen like march of the penguins and that kind of stuff yeah yeah, she waddles around like four penguins in a line. Goodness, that girl. Like, Thinking... I pull up, and she's always excited to see, like, whatever car comes in the yard. She's like, oh, cool, sweet people. I want to go in the house. Scratch me. Let's go. God damn, that dog stinks. I mean, she probably do. At least she doesn't get into the skunks anymore, because she's too old to chase them. All too true. Those, yeah, she probably cannot chase them skunks for the darn. No, her and Panda used to antagonize the wildlife panda didn't care for skunks too much rue absolutely loved the skunks raccoons though oh they loved chasing raccoons but here's the funny part about panda panda loved being chased he'd go piss off the neighbor's cows just so they would chase him (laughs) i miss panda 
And it was a good dog. He was a good dog, indeed. Gone too soon. All too soon. Rest in peace, Panda. You, that old man. Ab- you absolute just good dog. He was an absolute unit of a dog. He was a unit. Very good. Thanksgiving. What's everyone's favorite dish? Like, what's the dish you're looking forward to? Why? Don't why, be generic why? and be like <laughs> mashed potatoes and gravy. I look forward to all of it because I can't eat any of it. Except <laughs> you just walk around the table and smell everyone's plate and you're like, oh, calories. Oh, God, this is delicious. <laughs> well, at least in our household for our stuff, um, like my oldest sister, she doesn't like turkey because it's always dry. So we do ham, but the rest of us also do like turkey. So we do a turkey and a ham every year. But I like I'm one of those weird ass uh, people that I actually really enjoy stuffing. I'm not going to lie. I can get behind that. Have you ever had stuffing like? Well, I guess. Yes, everyone's had stuffing, I'm sure. <laughs> like You go to uh, I mean, me coming from a split family, you have step parents. You go to their sides of the family. Thanksgiving dinners, Christmas dinners, all that kind of shit. But you see how different people's culinary skills are. And you just, you go to that one place and they have the best damn stuffing ever that you will never touch anyone else's stuffing because you're like, no, it is not ever going to compare to this person's stuffing. Like something about the way that they do it. You're like, yeah, this is the last stuffing I will ever eat. I mean, I've got that before, but at the same time, like, I'm just like, I'm just a whore for for stuffing in general like i'll even do like even at worst the boxed shit because like my parents i don't know even my like my siblings are they're like we don't know how you're this good of a cook when mom and dad aren't i said i don't know i've i've watched way too much shit over the years well two wrongs make a right so two bads cook made a good cook i mean Two bads sometimes can make a wrong, three rights make a left, but that's just an all other different thing. Sheriff's just going to sit at his end of the table with a block of cheese and some almonds. <laughs> some almonds. Dude, I can't get behind that shit. Like, both wonderful snacks, but as for, like, actual sustenance and food, I'm going to I'm gonna have to say no. Like, you, I, I, I'm going to have to say no. I will. No, I'll make my own stuffing uh, with... Very expensive keto bread. By the time it's all done, it's 30 bucks just to make one serving. Yeah, Seriously, at that point, because I'm just like, Sheriff, please, no, don't do this to yourself. Please. At least let Brayden do it. (laughs) Shit me? Like, hell no, I'm not going to make keto bread. That shit's, like, annoying as all hell. You don't have to make the bread. Yeah, you can buy keto bread at the store, bud. Yeah, I'm not going to buy your keto bread for you there, bud. We are no longer secondary citizens <laughs> we are no longer our, our keto bread is right there next to the celiac bread <laughs> <laughs> ends on the store that you go to yeah because sometimes this the is... keto bread's like right in the middle where it's like cheap cheap keto bread expensive cheap 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 peanut butter yeah it's, it's next to the the uh the hippie bread that's made out of like Dave's killer bread. If yeah. you want to spend thirteen dollars for a half a loaf. Oh god, no. I actually had a roommate who was like, dude, it's like the best bread you're ever gonna have. And I was like, okay, so I tried it and I was like, Yeah, I'll just go to the store and get a loaf of the bread I actually like because it's 
Why are there uh, sprouts in this cost. bread? <laughs> sprouts growing out of it. <laughs> Sunflowers springing up. <laughs> That's actually one of the ingredients they have in there. Yeah, shut up. It's like, I know I'm a fat kid, but good God, are you feeding me like a heifer? I mean, I might as well be the size of a heifer some days, but hey. Depending on how I roll out of bed, if my bed squeaks, then I am a heifer. <laughs> if it groans or not. Exactly. Whether you or the bed groans first <laughs> depends on who actually is the heifer at that point. Uh, if you hear groans coming out of me in the morning, it's not a good thing. It means I slept on my back and now my back is fucked all day. Oh, that's right. You and your, what, 12 pillows? I'm down to three, okay? Okay. At least there's that. <laughs> Christine made me put a stop to my pillow fortress. <laughs> But it's, it's what protected my virginity, so... It's what... Perfect. <laughs> We're not even going to get into that. <laughs> not even going to get into that. It's funny because we have a child together. All right, someone someone shoot a question. About? I don't know, something to talk about. Um, This was like a poorly planned, like, I need help. Because <laughs> I just didn't have time to play with my soundboard and hook up my other mic. <clears throat> Why? Why do you have? Why? Why do we need the soundboard? Well, if I wasn't able to get anyone, I was going to attempt to do my first take at interview with a cryptid. Ah, uh, okay. soundboard has a voice changer, like a voice change slider built into it, and all that other stuff. But okay. I was so busy at work, I didn't have any time to sit down and even actually work on scripting. I was pulling orders all day. I, I get you. Okay, now now I'm understanding because I was like, "What in the like? Why the soundboard I bought? I thought would work for multiple inputs, but it only has the one voice input. That uh, only okay, works for that me. makes sense. I mean, I can change mine. It would just take a minute to actually switch all the crap around. All right, I'm trying to. I am trying to find something here that might help sheriff what do you, what what you got do you got anything oh let's see actually make this episode or whatever garrett's gonna turn this into kind of worthwhile for some people or at least make it so he's not I mean, like editing so much of the episode actually out oh we're totally fine should i should i buy one of those uh fanatical game pass bundles and see what kind of garbage we get and then read all the reviews <laughs> yes i actually okay. actually i think we should that that could be a side project like that really could that's a lot of money not really <laughs> not for sheriff let's see black friday sale what on now oh give me a okay birthday mystery bundle 10 mystery keys for six dollars and 99 cents what other bundles let's see <laughs> that looks like the only street bundle let's see well that one already doing that i i think i actually found a good question here because like this one kind of remind, like it puts a little shame on me but act, it actually helps me think about things but the question is what was the last book that you read and so like i'll kind of go first on this one the last book i read was not that it because right now, university, last semester, kind of framing everything together. Not any of like the actual textbooks I have to read for class, but one that they wanted us to read last year for our uh, 
like education block, like our secondary education block was called Thanks for the Feedback. A it's basically a guidebook on not only receiving feedback but also giving feedback and like because everyone's like well i don't like feedback well why don't we like feedback for some people is the big question and one of the big things that they talked about in the book is that there are uh, i think it's like three or four reasons that people ask for feedback and depending on what we're looking for like the feedback to that specific person might not feel like it's pertinent at that moment and at least in like the last give or take a year now considering last fall semester with all of the feedback i would normally get from my professors and then this like at my new job just like being one of those people that has to give feedback to others and also receive feedback on my own work it's kind of been like a it's been a nice eye opener like if i can find it i think i have it in the other room but it was a really good read and i enjoyed it quite a bit that's pretty awesome i might need to check that out actually i can lend it to you if you want actually and i think i actually have it on uh, amazon too i might take you up on that <laughs> the sad thing is the last book i read entirely and not like picked up a book and like read short stories out of an anthology or compilation whatever it's been a long time since i've actually sat down and read a book but the three musketeers is my most favorite book of all time it's the only book that i can actually sit down and read and i read that again probably six years ago it's a good book though it's really good yeah, I'm pretty bad with reading. I tried audiobooks for a long time and I'd make it like halfway through and I just kind of got bored of listening to the same voice. A lot of the time with audiobooks, I try to find something that's quick, two or three hour, like just a short novel. But then I'm like, oh, this story sounds pretty cool. And it's like a eight to 12 hour read. And I make it so far in and I'm like, so many details in this book do not need to exist. They're just filling pages to make the book bigger and it's getting annoying it does happen maybe you should get jordan to voice some of your favorite books and we can see what goes on there that's a good idea i'll hire him on fiverr be a pretty good idea i mean why not get like the entirety of the boys to read like three musketeers and we can all take our jump at each and individual characters um i dibs d'artagnan all right, understandable. Sheriff, what was the last book you read? Uh, do audiobooks count? Yeah, I consider them. Like, it, it technically that, yeah, is. I, I haven't read a book in a long time, but I, I have thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of hours on or audible. Yeah, because, like, at least personally, I consider, like, I personally consider the whole thing of, like, if you are doing, like, an audiobook, it's perfectly fine. You are still technically taking in information. Not everybody nowadays, especially, because I know my mother and I, we were mostly raised of the whole thing of you should always be doing something. So, like, you're not always going to be 
taking the time to be sitting down and like actually reading a book. So like, yeah, I, I totally consider the whole audiobook thing, like reading. I, let's see right now <laughs> I am listening to, uh, okay. I gotta, I gotta try to remember. I don't have my phone on me, but I think it's called 1969 space. We get a synopsis there. Okay. <laughs> a lesbian space pirate. <laughs> so ER me, the year, the year is 1969. Uh, Kennedy was shot in Dallas, but survived and is now in his third term as president. We have a space uh, base on the moon. And there is a lot of stuff going on with CIA, the KGB, uh, LAPD. <laughs> and it, it follows a nurse and is narrated by Richard Nixon. <laughs> and it's, it's weird, it, but it's, it's like a radio drama kind of thing. It's playing out like a radio drama. Okay, I, I can get behind this. This sounds pretty uh, interesting. It's, it's pretty was, corny, but it's fun. I was not on board until you said radio drama. I was like, okay, <laughs> that makes a lot more sense, and I, I could get behind yeah. that then. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been entertaining. Uh, before that, I read uh, the last book in the Brother Band series. Uh, let me see what it was called. I think it was called Stern Chase, but let me check i'm pretty I'm sure Googling, sure gets down on Googling his erotic it. fan fiction yeah oh, hell yeah way, brother on his way to work i can just see him i can i can imagine it right now no wonder why he uh, drives stick shift right <laughs> or at least he drives it well must have practice i'll have to get some lessons from him yeah stern chase so let's see i can get a big synopsis because it's we are one, two. This is the ninth book in the series. And it was way too short, I thought. But it follows a group of outcasts that were, are, they're called Scandians. Uh, they're kind of based on Vikings. Go oh, figure. Okay. Yeah, and they're just, uh, like the Vikings don't raid anymore, but they've, you know, they, go on other adventures and stuff. I will read the synopsis of the outcasts. Uh, they are outcasts. Hal, Stig, and the others. They are the boys the others want no part of. Scandians and any reader of Ranger's Apprentice could tell you. This is hard to read. What the hell? <laughs> could tell you. Are known for their size. Okay. I, this is awful. Let's try it. Let's start that again. <laughs> Or if you want to send it to me and have me read it. Yeah. <laughs> Try this is just tell me like, this. I I, makes I just want to see how difficult it is. Zero sense. Here, I'm gonna copy and paste in the Discord. Okay. Alright, let's see. Let's let me see how difficult this is. They are outcasts. Hall, Stig, and the others. They are the boys the others want no part of. Scandians, as any reader of Ranger's Apprentice would tell you are known for their size and strength, not these boys. Yet, that doesn't mean they don't have skills. And, <laughs> wait, they don't have skills, period. And courage. What? What is this? 
this book got this, published. The writer didn't didn't write this synopsis. This was just I, the synopsis I pulled. I <laughs> really good reads. Like, I really hope so. Like, I think an I, AI wrote this. I would like again. I would hope so because, hot damn, this is this is interesting. <laughs> That's the part that just calls out to me the most. Yet that doesn't mean they don't have skills. Period and courage and courage dash dash <laughs> which they will need every ounce of to do battle at the sea against the other bands comma the wolves and the sharks in the ultimate race oh my gosh yeah I mean, this, anyway this <laughs> it's it's about a about a group of of vikings and uh they're like tests and stuff that that they have to do because nobody nobody wanted him they were like the last picked out of this whole group and so they form their own and uh then they go on adventures it's good it really is the book is great the books are great oh it's one of those classic like like band of misfits sort of ordeal yeah absolutely yeah um it it all pretty much all takes place on the ocean you know it's uh, they're they're sailing and Sounds pretty good. All right, Sheriff, did you get your bundle purchased so Braden can read this shit off for us? The first one is called Mysteries of the Past, colon, Shadow of the Damon Collector's Edition. Okay, I couldn't find it me... on Steam. I had to put the key in to find it. Okay, let me see this. Shadows of the Past? Yes. No, oh, Mysteries, of, Mysteries of the Past. Oh, Shadow... So what is this? Mysteries of the Past. Mysteries of the Past. Shadow colon. of the Damon Collector. D-A-E. Collector's Edition. D-A-E? Yep. Damon Collector? Collector's Edition. Edition. Um, let me see here. Oh, that's definitely not that one. Let, let I'm gonna go to Google for this one because, like, at least the Steam store didn't show me anything. I know that's I couldn't find it on there either. But I put the key in and got it. And I mysteries of the past, shadow of the daemon. Okay, here we go. And it's supposedly um, in my library, but I it doesn't even come up here. Um, let's see. We've got one from allaboutcasualgames.com. See what we got here to pause up. Apparently if it'll... Oh, listen, listen to this. I found it. I found it. Okay. On, on Steam through my library. Okay. (laughs) October 18th. News. We're retiring the game soon. Mysteries of the Past Shadow of the Damon Collector's Edition will be discontinued and retired from Steam Steam soon. This means that you won't be able to purchase the game anymore. (laughs) Okay. Now my follow-up question is, when was this game released? Uh, Let's see. I found the store page. Um, Tell me that. doesn't tell me um let me see oh 2016 2016 19th 2016 mostly positive reviews 
Set out for the mysterious location and use your abilities to lift the curtain of the dark secret that hides the mysteries behind the case. What case? Yeah, right. Trapped on mountains, surrounded by evil, follow the horror storyline with original twist. In the high mountains, there's a place with a dark curse hanging over it. This place has re- recently witnessed the mysterious disappearance of a father and son just trying to spend their holidays in peace. Lift the curtain of the dark secret that hides the mysteries behind the case and cut the webs of the curse as they slowly start to draw you in. Only you are capable to unweave this dark case. Key features, scary and exciting locations with original horror storyline, beautiful and detailed visual style thanks to the hand-drawn graphics, interactive hidden objects mechanics, dozens of different mini-games you can play everywhere, the game does not need internet connection, many hours of fear, fun, and excitement. Oh, this looks like a friggin' like... A point and click, or...? It looks like a point and click from some of these pictures I'm looking at. Like it almost looks as bad, no offense to the developers, as like one of those like I spy games where it's just like you're looking for just random shit. You like having there's an inventory like it's an interesting like it's an interesting hand drawn thing, but like hot damn. It looks like one of those shitty mobile escape room games. Yeah, that's like the that's almost the exact thought that I have. I I just use the words instead of being polite and beating around the bush. <laughs> well, it's more of like the like the mobile stuff that that uh I like I thought of. Yeah, like the point and click inven- adventures. However, one of the things that I am considering uh streaming and doing with another group of my friends is when i was at the university like i had that like the music department the performance like the department of performing arts there are some interesting individuals there i'll 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 just front up uh label and kind of like premise this because one of them they had a ad on their phone come up for a game called My Horse Prince. And I'll I'll send it on Discord real quick here so you guys can see some of the like the preview stuff. And this game, it's one of those it's one of those mobile games that it looks so terrible. Oh no. And it is so terrible. Oh no. That it is hilarious to just play and just laugh at how terrible this game truly truly is is it made by a brony i have no idea because like you guys will see here in a few seconds like oh no this seems like an uwu game that would come up this is like this is like so (laughs) but the funny thing is like i want to do like a live reading of this because like do it on stream and like have people voice the characters as things are are just red do you jordan has a fiber (laughs) the the entire like the entire purpose of it though is like to just have the reactions to it because like i've played through the first chapter which is like maybe five minutes long and holy shit is it just so terrible 
Yeah, it looks pretty god awful. It that's that's the funny part. And the last the last one is what sends me over the edge. Save memories in the album. Like you can review <laughs> those chapters over and over and over again. I want to make lots of memories. <laughs> It's so funny. And like the funny thing is the first chapter explains because like for those that are listening and cannot see it or don't just don't go look this shit up. It's terrible. Like the it is literally a horse with just a classic anime protagonist face photoshopped as the head essentially. And I don't remember fully, but this girl leaves like the city for a while to like get more in touch with the country and like get away from all the craziness and the chaos of all this stupid stuff. And she comes to this farm and for some reason she looks at this horse, but she doesn't see a like a horse with a like a regular horse head. It's the it's the Photoshop sort of bit. But the farmer of the like the farmer that tends to all these animals says that only people and I shit you not that are born in the year of the horse will see other horses like this because when he and other people look at this horse, they do not see a handsome anime pretty boy face. It is <laughs> it 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 is some serious mental gymnastics that is so stupid. And the funny thing is like I don't want to go any further into it because like I still want to do that stream because holy hell this is some crazy ass horse shit. Yeah, I think getting my mind off of this. Um <laughs> Sheriff, what what have you got? What do you got? What do you got? <laughs> Space Robinson. Hardcore hardcore roguelike action. Space Robinson? This one looked kind of fun, yeah. Hardcore what roguelike action? Um, Space Robinson. This actually looks fairly interesting. Looks like a bullet hell to me. This reminds me. Yeah, it's a bit of a bullet hell, but at the same time, it reminds me of. Uh, it, it almost reminds me of like Enter the Gungeon. Yeah, and like that's another game that I've had my eye on. That I'm like, do I really want to play this, or does the act like does the actual stuff just like look fairly interesting enough? Let's check the reviews. Let's see. The first review that I see, or at least the synopsis, you think you are a diehard? Here you will die quick. A proper hardcore RPG action where you will die a million times across a myriad of procedurally generated levels. Extreme difficult, but high, extremely difficult, but highly addictive indie game. Indie gem, goodness, I can't read either today. In your Steam game collection, you are an ordinary engineer sent to Colony 21, located on a distant planet to perform maintenance works. You end up surviving a spaceship crash, this sounds classic, and make it to the abandoned colony base, where you are trying to find the answers. You understand that this place is not as friendly as it seems. You are just like... You are just like a Robinson trying to survive on a hostile planet lost in outer space. That was a long one. Yep. Let's see. What what were some really good reviews? I want to see some negative reviews because there's some there's some interesting things that get put on Steam as far as like reviews. Mm, I'm not finding many. What else you got, Cheer Bear? Cook, serve, delicious one. Cook, serve, delicious one on Steam. Oh, this this looks interesting. 
One of the few hardcore restaurant sims in existence. Cook, serve, delicious. It is a deceptively easy game to learn, but incredibly challenged to master as you progress through your career from owning a terrible zero-star cafe into a five-star world-famous restaurant. I'm just waiting for all these Uwu games that Sheriff keeps getting. Seriously, like, those are some of the funniest things that, like, even <laughs> happened with him. And then we'd hop right. online and he'd be like, why the hell are all these recommended games, uwu and anime shit? Like, I wonder <laughs> why, because you buy these random packs and that's all you get. Seriously, though. <laughs> all right, Sheriff, what's your next? Uh, the next one is Grip Combat Racing. All right, let's take a look. See here, Grip Combat Racing. Oh, shit, that's a $30 <laughs> game. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good... Uh... That's a pretty good random buy there, then. Let's see. Grip is a high-octane, hardcore combat racer, packing ferocious speed and armed to the teeth with heavy weapons. Inspired by games like Roll Cage, Wipeout, Motorstorm, and Star Wars Pod Racer, it's nothing like you've ever played before. Except Roll Cage, Wipeout, Motorstorm, <laughs> and Star Wars Pod Racer. Mike, Mike, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up this real quick. Star Wars Pod Racer, like now is this, this is like, Pod Racing? Now this is Pod, yeah, like because the thing is, is it the same like Pod Racer that I think of? Yes, it totally is. I, dude, Star Wars Pod Racer, that was one of the that was a fun game. Don't care who you are, that was fun. All right, Sherbert, what you got? Do not feed the monkeys. What? That is what the game is called. Do not feed the monkeys. Do not feed the monkeys. What? What in? What? 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 Another, like, point and click. A digital voyeur simulator where you watch strangers through surveillance cameras invade oh, their in. privacy and witness the most in their most intimate moments. But don't interact with the subjects. Anything could happen if you do if you dare feed the monkeys. <laughs> it's very positive. The reviews on this like the gameplay like for a point and click. This looks really like this looks really fun. I just pulled up some pictures here and I get some old school like home star runner vibes just from like uh, when yeah. you're looking at the computer oh, screen it, it looks yeah it looks all too much like that and the funny thing is like there there's a bundle here that i'm seeing that like i'm thinking it's from like the rest of the developers as far as like this game is concerned and i'm kind of interested to see like what on earth is going on here Beholder, Beholder 2, Beholder 3, Do Not Feed the Monkeys, uh, Necrosmith, Distrust, They Always Run, Son of Song of Farka, I Am Not a Monster, First Contact, like, so, oh, and look, Space Robinson, Hardcore, Roguelike, Roguelike Action. Yeah, I've, a couple of those games are on there that I got are yeah. in this bundle. It's just kind of interesting because, like, some of them, there's one that caught my eye that almost looks like... Like the art style almost reminds me of like Fallout, like the original Fallout series and not like, well, I should say pre Fallout 3, like original Black Isle. Like some of the, the graphic looking bits, like not like the 3D as much as just like the aesthetic. This next game looks really good, actually really, really good. All right. Lay it on a share bear. It's called More Cred. 
M-O-R-K-R-E-D-D. More cred. Did you go to Baltimore to find this game? Yeah. <laughs> More cred is a tense physics-based co-op puzzle game for one to two players combining skill-based puzzle solving, a challenging ba- balance of light and shadow, and a dark world full of secrets to unlock. Dude, I am I'm actually going to put this on like my wish list because like that looks really fun yeah it look it, it looks really cool there's even a raw edition it looks like ra just from when you spelt it out i was like more cred like is this some like gangster game where you go <laughs> down the street and you're trying to get more <laughs> credibility now that i have it pulled up i'm like okay i've actually seen this game but i don't know anything about it yeah it looks like the what is that other one that two brothers game where you have to you know, help each other out. One person stands here and you can go through the door and pull the lever oh, and the other door. Oh, so opens. you're kind of, cause you're, you're kind of talking like uh, we were here too. Yes. Good game. We were here. Very good game. All right. What else you got, Sheriff? You, you okay. I haven't looked this one up yet. It's, it's, Holy potatoes, exclamation point. A spy story, question mark, exclamation point. Okay, I, I've <laughs> seen this. I, yeah, I like pulled it up almost immediately. Holy potatoes, a spy story is a wacky spy agency sim where you manage your very own potato spy headquarters, train an elite spy team, and strategize top secret missions while uncovering the truth behind an evil spy corporation. These reviews are mixed. <laughs> yeah, that's it's it and it came out in 2018. Casual simulation strategy isometrics. Okay. This one looks pretty not up my alley. I I pulled up some pictures here, and there's one on Steam where there's like a potato statue in the middle of the room, and it kind of looks like King Jellybean from Rick and Morty. And I'm a bit oh, no. out. Yeah, the funny thing is, like, I'm looking through some of these pictures, and this entire game, more than likely, as much as I love games like that do this sort of thing every now and again, but if it gets to an like if it's basically just centered around it i'm fine with it but this is like this would this seems to be like one of the twins's uh favorite style of games where literally literally everything is just a parody yeah i could imagine which one of the twins would be playing this till oh yeah two o'clock in the morning because like i'm looking at the pictures like i'm seeing sombra from overwatch Obviously, Ezio Adatore, the whole assassin bit. Miss Thick, which is, that's just, uh, um, Ling, just, you know, classic thing of Link, just like all of these things of just like, oh my gosh, like, I can get behind a game if it's like the entire aesthetic of it, and that's the joke of it, like, uh, Jordan and I, we play uh, Adventure Communist, that entire game and like adventure adventure capitalist and adventure communist the entirety of the joke behind everything is parody and also like the whole thing of like you have your different like characters and managers that are just spoofs of other things and like i can enjoy that but this this game looks a little interesting as far as like their choice 
it's a bit over the top with the copy and paste. Yeah, like I like I enjoy some of the characters from like Adventure Communists because like it's really funny. But this this is a little over the top. Not something I would probably dip into. All right. What you got, Sherbert? This one is a, a classic uh, from 2005. Stubbs the zombie rebel without a pulse. Oh, gosh. Is this what I think it is? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yes. Yes, it is. I don't think I've ever seen this game. This is. Oh, is it? Was it PS1 era? I think this looks about no, this would probably be about a maybe a late PS1, early PS2, I could imagine, because like this, this is interesting because the the first lines and like the initial review at the top of the Steam pages, be the zombie, kick ass and take brains. Definitely yeah, looks this, like the PS2 era. That's hilarious. You have two options, either Zombo Vision or Monday Vision. <laughs> And I won't lie, there's not many games I can take seriously nowadays just because of Fallout New Vegas, of the whole, like, Vegas aesthetic. This this has very much the Vegas aesthetic. A mobster zombie running around, eating people and ripping their dicks off. All right, what else you got, Sherbear? Uh, they always run. They always run. Let's see. They always run. Become Aiden, a three-armed mutant who hunts the most dangerous bounties in the galaxy. Catch, slice, dice, and destroy enemies in this exciting 2D platformer with a space western setting. You know, I'm always saying there's not enough space westerns, so I might have to get my hands on this. Yeah, that's that's especially funny because, like, like one of the few times that you have mentioned, Garrett, that you've watched anime you've recommended to me space dandy which i still need to watch but it it is definitely just one of those classic space westerns i mean i only watched like a couple of the episodes and i think we looked it up and only ran for one season yeah it only ran for a single season but it was very well received for what it was it was one of those things that i used to watch with my brother so not anything I watch on my own personal time. True. What you got now, Sheriff? Uh, last game on the list is Atomashef. Atomashef. Here we Which go. Which I already have. Welcome to Atomashef, a resource management puzzler where you design kitchens, program machinery, and watch your genius come to life. It's time to engineer tomorrow's kitchen. Today. Oh my gosh. What? What sort of what sort of everything is this? Like, I understand the whole thing of like a resource management game, but like this, this looks absolutely management ridiculous. (laughs) Because like I'm looking at one of the pictures right now and it's a recipe for dumplings. And the way it describes it is that you have the dumpling wrappers, obviously, you have one pork, which needs to be ground into ground pork, ginger, which needs to be grated into ginger, like grated ginger, and onion, which needs to be cut into chopped onion, and then combine the pork, ginger, and onion into a filling combined with a dumpling wrapper to make it an uncooked dumpling, cook it to make it a dumpling, and then package to be served as dumpling servings. It's too much math. Yeah. <laughs> What's another one? There's Oh, there's one for here's here's kind of relating to what we were talking earlier roast turkey you need like this is what in the what why 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 like 
it looks like this recipe extends like further down the page, but it's the same or even it has stuff above it too. Holy shit. Yeah, no, I like I I understand the appeal of resource management games because there's there's one that Jordan showed me a long time ago. I don't even remember what it is or how, but like I understand the appeal of it. But at the same time, I can't I can't get behind some of these automation games. And you guys spend more time with games than I do. So I'm looking at this and I'm like, this is just overly complicated that I'd probably sit down and play for five minutes and I'd be like, yep. I might as well actually go read and fill my time. I think one of the games Jordan was showing me is one of the same games that we always see Jeffrey on the server playing. And it's like related to Factorio. Like there's that one. And like there's another top down like management one resource management like that looks kind of similar to it. You ready for this one, Braden? Laid on me, Sheriff. The Oregon Trail. (laughs) Oh, gosh. You and... Just like so, from what I understand, is there a new or like is this a new Oregon Trail? Yes, it new to Steam. It's been new out on like Apple Play or something for a while, like, uh, like a year or two. Oh, on the Apple Arcade. Yes, this looks really interesting. <laughs> I have been playing the hell out of it. I have I have, I, I have thirteen point three hours in it. And I just got it like three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> it right now it has 68 reviews and is mostly positive. Yeah, a lot of the negatives are like, this is free on the Apple Play. It's it's like it was it's like a $30 game on Steam. Yeah, it's $30. So it's expensive, but I've I've enjoyed the hell out of it. I really well, have. The holy thing, the, the 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 whole thing as far as like this is free on like the Apple thing, like Apple Arcade is not free. It is a monthly subscription. Yeah. So like, here's my here's my here's my hot take on that. It's not free, you dumb shits. Just because I pay like two and a half grand to go to college, and I have a then included membership to go to the like the the gym does not mean i have a free gym gym membership it means i have a two and a half grand gym membership mic drop i have 28 percent of the achievements earned do you want me to read these achievements i actually do because some of these achievements some of the achievements that can come from like a game are just amazing like yeah yeah none none of these are like great but uh i've got you have died of dysentery Lose a character to dysentery. Uh, let's see. A lot of these are like, you consumed 1,000 pounds of food. <laughs> uh, that's a paddling. <laughs> catch, a, catch a paddlefish. Slippery as an eel. Catch a Pacific lamprey. Uh, let's see. Aren't lamprey like pretty scary animals? Yeah. Got sharp teeth. Oh yeah, they're they're kind of they're kind of funky looking. I'll I'll send a picture in Discord here real quick. Like they're they're funky looking. Fettuccine Western. A fistful of greenbacks. Yeah, Lamprey well, are fucking creepy. I don't want that. Say there's like fifteen more hidden achievements that I can't see, so they're probably the good ones. Like you have died of dysentery. Just as a related topic to this, what's the most addictive or well, well, what's the most addicted to a game that you have ever been? I think, for me, sometimes it's like idle clicker games. 
that I could just let run and run and run and check on them all the time and just check on them and then let them run and check on them <laughs> and let them run. It's like a it's like a little hit of dopamine every time you <laughs> you buy a new upgrade that takes a week to get. I can respect that. Battlefield One, I think, is a game that I had spent the most time in my life playing. So I guess you could say that was an addiction on that one. In the first episode, we had Chase on the show. We spent like the first 20 minutes of the episode just talking about Battlefield. And I said that that's when I really found my turning point for FPS. And that's when I really figured out how to play each class. And that's when I got big into sniping. Ah, yes. Garrett and his classic sniping. His KDs are just amazing. I was a pretty big asshole but i mean there's other people like don't come after me and tell me yo i want to 1v1 you in a sniper battle i'm not gonna do that because i'll get my shit wrecked because people who do that are professionals but (laughs) so a follow-up to it is a game that i've loved so much that i've played it a lot is sleeping dogs and i've already mentioned that a lot on this show and people are probably like dude shut the fuck up about sleeping dogs that's my most replayed game of all time and then probably Grand Theft Auto Five. GTA Five is a really good game. Like when, uh, like even just a few years ago, when we would just do random, like, all right, go do this random ass thing on the map, and if you die, switch off to the next person because pass and we, play. Yep, so just a classic pla- uh, pass and play, and especially with Jordan and I trying to get on to the damn Air Force Base, how many times? God, you guys spent three and a half hours doing that. After we went golfing and ate hot ramen. Well, I think I got spicy ramen. I don't know if you guys got spicy, but I got spicy. I think I had the just the regular old kind. All right. So to answer my own question there, um, like it. It, for the most part, it's kind of hard for me to, like, really get into games, I would say. But, like, one of the games that at least you both know that I really enjoy, and it is the highest on my Steam page every time I pull it up in my, like, in my library, Deep Rock Galactic is still just one of my favorite games. I was going like, to say Phasmophobia. There, Phasmophobia. Like, I've gotten a whole lot better dealing with the game. However, it's my other group of friends from the university that play it quite a bit more than I do. So, like, usually when I'm playing that, it's usually with them. And I'm just like, all right. It's more of just for, like, the old, like, experience of playing it with friends. Like, I would never play this game alone. I've played Deep Rock Galactic alone for a lot of the, a lot of the time because as of this moment my playtime for the game do either of you want to put a guess on it 1348 2969 I mean that'd be pretty cool if it was 2969 but sadly <laughs> it's only 181 hours but compared to like a just almost everything else in my library it does not compare to anything else because like all the rest of these games, like I've got very minimal time comparing. Like, I think the one that could be comparable to that would be, uh, 
Monster Hunter it? World. Actually, let me check what I've got. Monster, how much? To, at least on on the PC, because I've had other stuff as far as like on the Xbox. But okay, there we go. Yeah, Monster Hunter World, sixty four point seven hours, so sixty five hours. Okay, I was thinking you had a little bit more on Monster. Surprisingly, not. But I also have Seven Days to Die with Sheriff, and I have like thirty hours on that. But I think like on PC, the the game that has been the most addictive to me has been Deep Rock Galactic. However, the one that was most when I was still and still kind of am a console peasant is one that at least through the series Garrett recommended to me because like I had played the series before but not for many years. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. No, that one I still need to I still need to play. I haven't actually turned on my console in nearly 6 or 7 months. Damn. So you're not a console peasant then. I mean, I can be, but at the same time most of my friends now are part of the PC Master Race. But it is it is part of the uh Assassin's Creed series. Oh, Odyssey. Odyssey. Odyssey is the one that I've absolutely done everything that I can in that game. I'm pretty sure that I'm not too far away from like just having all the achievements for that game. Damn, dude. I need to hop like, back on and finish Odyssey. Because like I loved Odyssey and Origins was amazing. But I and Valhalla really great, but I just need to get back into it. Okay, I got a quick one. I think we could all answer what you got. What is a movie that you've watched recently? I'll say within the last two months, you <laughs> like you thoroughly enjoyed and you still recommend. I have not watched a movie in the last two months. Okay, fine. What YouTube channel do you fall asleep to? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's a better question to ask him. Oh, man, I've got let's go to YouTube while he's doing his and looking up his stuff. Um, one that I went to a couple months ago and it's probably in my own brain. Yeah, it's it's not even like a couple months ago. It's like almost five or six months ago. With some friends from the university was unbearable weight of massive talent from Nicolas Cage wholeheartedly Still recommend it. It's it's funny. It's stupid. It's that classic spice of Nicolas Cage that you've come to expect from him. It's super stupid and like all the right ways. And not to mention like one of one of my new favorite actors, Pedro Pascal. Really great. Just goes all too well for this. I can agree with that. I, I enjoyed the movie a lot. And the funny thing is, like, it's one of those comedies that actually had me laughing instead of just being like, huh, that's funny. Like, oh, that's that's kind of a that's a good joke. Now, like we were in the movie theater in one of like the megaplexes in like the really nice chairs. And we were all just sitting there and it was like one of like the midnight showings. And we were probably three of maybe six or seven people in the theater, but we were just all just breaking out laughing. It was so good. The one that uh, it's a movie I always come back to multiple times throughout the year, but it's not one that I watch a lot because if people know me, 
with how my anxiety and depression is, I have a hard time watching new things. So I usually watch the same TV shows and movies, not necessarily on repeat, but I go in a cycle. I'll put on like the same movies and go to bed typically, but I love you, man is always a treat whenever I put it on. It's so fucking funny. Jason Seagal and Paul Rudd, just their chemistry. It is a good movie. You can't go wrong when Rush is like the featured band. Like that's the whole fucking soundtrack basically (laughs) is Rush. Because it's like, to me, I feel like most adult men can actually connect with that. That it's like, not necessarily that you don't have friends growing up, but it's like there's a part in every man's life to like you kind of realize oh fuck i'm so caught up in all of the shit that's going on in my life that i don't have a lot of friends right now and so you start reaching out or making new friends all that kind of stuff but then it's like there's that one time that that friendship comes to an end and i've actually experienced that twice with the same person and i'm done with him now it's like the falling out that they have in the show because it's like you know, it's guys being guys, and then something gets in the way of it, and it all goes to shit, but then it's like, they're still friends. And I feel like it's a it's a movie for, like, young adults, and that's definitely when I watched it when I was, like, 19 or some shit like that. I, but it's a, it's a movie I love to go back to just because the the emotion you can carry from it, you're like, okay, yeah, I understand it. Now I'm an adult. Being a teenager and you watch it, you're like, oh, it's funny. I love the humor, but you don't truly understand the the premise of what's actually going on. So that's a movie that I will always recommend. It is a good movie. I've seen bits and snippets, but I think I should probably just sit down and fully watch the damn thing. Well, we keep talking about doing these movie nights with the nerds or with the dudes. Oh, seriously. But we never do. We just got to go to Jordan's house and crash it. Seriously, like, here's the thing. Once graduation actually comes, it'll certainly be a lot easier. Oh, I'm down. We actually have the projector hooked up in the living room because Desi broke the new TV we got. Damn. Anyways, Sheriff, before we call it a night, what's your YouTube channels you fall asleep to every night? <laughs> uh, Splattercat Gaming. Never that is, it. Yeah, it's, uh, he plays like random indie games. Just, Let me uh, see here. I'm pulling him quick, up right you now. Know, like 30, 30 minutes or so of, of new stuff that comes out. That's one of them. Like, I'll start there and then. And then it gets into some weird shit like uh, crazy mid-journey prompt tricks you need to see and magical AI tools. And then let's see, this one's <laughs> new AI art generated faces. And it gets it gets even weirder than that. You know, it goes into like Python scripting and stuff because that'll put anyone to fucking sleep. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, seriously. That will put people to sleep. Python. Yeah. Because that's that's the funny part. It, it, basically, whatever Sheriff's really into at the moment, you can... You can definitely guess it's what he's probably falling asleep to. Yeah. That's how he soaks up the knowledge. Oh, yeah. Like, seriously, I I've done the same thing as far as like. All the stuff that we, we all do it. Sheriff falls asleep, typing his fingers to pretty yeah. much and as far as like the interests. Sheriff, where can people show you some love? Huh? Where can people show you some love? Give us your plug. On Give my plug wiener. <laughs> <laughs> well, I realized you were about to say that. I was just like, that was like yeah, the wording I put behind question. it. I was like, oh shit, he's going to do this, isn't he? Ah, uh, where I've got a Twitter. I have one of those because I'm Ooh. hip. 
It you was tip? the. Uh, did you pay your eight dollars? I did not pay eight dollars because I don't own an Apple device. Uh, it is Solanaverse Art on Twitter and Tic Tac. That's what it's called, right? The Tic Tacs. The Tic Tacs. Yeah, Tic Tacs with my videos. You have, and I think have, it's Solanaverse Art there as well. I do. He posted it in the chat. I mean, he probably did, but at the same time, I have problems remembering what happened today, Garrett. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm way too young to have these problems, but either way, they still exist. I have a YouTube, Solanaverse Art. Just Google Solanaverse Art, and you'll pull up everything associated to him. You can follow him on Twitter, Possibly. YouTube, the Tic Tac. Check him out on Tinder. Lots of good Blue pictures fans. of his dog. That, that sounds pretty hot. <laughs> I was surprised that I saw him on Grinder. So, what? <laughs> well, yeah. Up. I mean, you gotta you gotta uh, broaden your horizons, right? Sounds like something of yours might be broadened <laughs> if you're on Grinder. <laughs> All right, Braden. Where can people find you at? Give you some love. That's I not mean, on your wiener. I mean, sheriff's always joking how we're millennials, so we might as well be the ass, right? Yeah, but, dude. Eat that. But ass. as far as most. <laughs> Eat go. it, Brayden. Eat it. No. <laughs> but as far as most things go, at the moment, I'm only really got, I've only got like my Twitch, which is just uh, that Chilean gringo. It's, I'm usually just there doing who knows what. Both these two know when I post things on our Discord channel of whatever it is Brayden does with his spare time. I'm usually there playing games and having normally fun experiences with some of the people I've gotten to know through Twitch. Uh, not really consistent streaming as of the moment with school. However, I am there, so if people want to give me a follow and just know when I'm up and going with all of my different streams. Recently, I've kind of been bouncing between uh, some classic games, been doing what's the word i've uh bu -bu -bu. my brain my brain doesn't want to work today so let, let's take a look here real Do some quick speed running i i have practice. done some speed running i've done a lot of speed running practice even though there are most days which i am just absolute trash on but then again i've ran super mario 64 and that game in of itself is just an absolute slog if you can't get good then you get thrown out you know uh, I've played games, lots of different everything, but uh, what the oh, that's, this this is a stream from today when I couldn't get it to work for God of War, but uh, I've done lots of things, lots of classic games. Basically, games just take all my fancy, and I just love playing games and having fun with other people and showing them possibly uh, games that they don't know about. One that I'll describe really quickly uh, that is that uh, a horse face simulator <laughs> no <laughs> no <laughs> but i everybody keep your eyes out for that because like it will be a funny stream because some of the stuff that goes on in that game are just absolutely weird but the game that i'm talking about is actually called beanie it is a uh, it's basically if you combined Jump King with uh, Donkey Kong Country, but took out a major part of the difficulty spike as far as like 
Jump King is known for. And I was actually talking to that same friend when I was playing the game because the game actually has a fairly competitive uh, speedrun community. And it's it's really interesting because currently, well, actually, I should probably find it sometime, but I can post it somewhere. But it's it's been it was a really fun game, really great play. Uh, it was on the Nintendo Switch, and the thing that was interesting is that they're having basically a sequel come out. I think this next year, and. The the really interesting thing about it was that it went from like the classic uh, Donkey Kong Country uh, aesthetic to a 3D Banjo Kazooie style for the like the last maybe even quarter not, not even a quarter just like a level of the game, which was just to preview the next game that they were doing. But you can find me there Twitch TV forward slash Thatch Lane Gringo ninety five and yeah that's pretty much at least as of for the moment where people can find me. I don't think I'll ever use the Bluebird app, but who knows? Maybe maybe my time will come. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I think we better call it a night. It's pretty late and I got to be up at 4:30 in the morning. <laughs> Sounds like absolute shit, but that's what I do when I'm normally working myself, so It is definitely nap time. Thanks for joining us this week, everyone. Be sure to like and subscribe. Follow us on Facebook. Do us a favor, go over to Patreon, check out the tier listings we have, see which one fits your needs. Until next time.